In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Andy Biggs, what's happening at the border only seems to be getting worse. It is getting worse. It's intentionally getting worse. Uh, more drugs, more human trafficking, more human smuggling, uh, more inhumane, uh, inhumane conduct, more control by the cartels, more money leaving our economy to the cartels, and it's all being done purposefully by this administration. What can American citizens do to stop this? They need to raise their voice. They need to change control of the House and the Senate in this coming election so the Republicans can have it. And then the Republican leadership will then need to put uh, feet to the fire of this administration to get them to enforce the law. The law's there, just got to enforce it. Uh, we have an opportunity in Arizona. We've had uh, uh, Carrie Lake, who said she's going to declare the invasion yeah. and actually do use the constitutional authority she has. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, the people that have been reticent because they're worried about the law enforcement officers themselves being sued for liability. Well, what I would recommend that be done is let's get a declaratory judgment right away that we are dealing with a, uh, an Article 4, Section 4 invasion, Article 1, Section 10 imminent harm, and let's get the local officials going back so they can use it. But, but Kerry's right. We have state laws, too, that would be uh, we could use against these, this invasion that's coming across because it is an invasion. Thank you, sir. Anything else? Well, we could talk for hours. I know. God bless you. Thank you for yeah. everything you do. Thanks Thank for you. being one of the good ones. Thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen. Congressman Andy Biggs. Representative Andy Biggs, Congressman Andy Biggs, they're telling you everything that you need to know. And when a congressman who's got the clearance that Andy Biggs has, who has the wisdom that, under, that Andy Biggs has, who has the... Uh, the the poise and the experience that Representative Andy Biggs has when he tells you that this is being done on purpose by the administration and this is a matter of intent, you don't hear anybody else really saying that. You hear a couple others that are actually straight out saying this is being done intentionally on purpose. Even Ted Cruz, who I've, I've grown to actually like uh, very much since the 2016 election. Even Ted Cruz will not come out and unequivocally say that this is being done on purpose, intentionally, by this administration. And clearly, from that uh, interview that Ben Berkwam had with Representative Andy Biggs, 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that tells you everything you need to know. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later here on Live from America um, on an executive order that the sniffer and thief is about ready to, uh, to pen, which we talked about a couple weeks ago now. But I want to give a big shout out to Representative Andy Biggs and a big shout out to my brother from another mother. Ben Berkwam. Somebody saying no sound. Do we, does everybody have sound? Everybody good on sound? Eli, we got sound out there. We good? Both, uh, all platforms? Just let me know. But big shout out to Ben Berkwam. I'll tell you that. And I talked to Ben last night um, about my decision to walk away from Real America's Voice and how I needed to focus very, very much on LFA TV if this is going to be a success. If we're going to make LFA TV a nationwide thing, uh, a nationwide version of what it's been for the last two years, and you know what Ben said, I knew it was going to come sooner or later. You're, you, the LFA family is on to bigger and better things, and I said, no, we're not on to better things. We're just on to bigger things because it gets no better than God Almighty. And Ben will be a regular here on Live from America, uh, as he always has always been, and so will everybody else be there. Everybody else there will also be. Because like I said, there's no animosity between RAV and me. I made the conscious decision to focus on LFA TV, and that's where we are. It's time to do that. We always knew that was going to come, and I'm so very happy that it's here, and I'm so very happy to have people like Ben Berkwam out there getting that truth. Because if we don't get the truth from the people who have the security clearances to tell us what we're saying— and validate what we're saying is true, if we don't have those people, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, then we never get any validation, and everything that I'm doing is always going to be looked at as conspiracy theory. So again, big shout out to Representative Andy Biggs. Now, I want to tell you something else. Last night, uh, Antonio Sabato Jr., who's got a show here at 9 a.m. called It's My Turn, he went on Newsmax to be on Eric Bowling's show. I think it's called Balance with Eric Bowling. And he went on there to talk about the devastation in Florida. And the very first thing that Antonio said when he got on the air at Newsmax was, check uh, check me out every morning on LFA TV because that's where you're going to get the truth. So I decided that I was going to go and I was going to look at other news stations throughout the night. I looked at uh, RAV. I looked at uh, Newsmax, obviously. I looked at the Young Turks. I looked at OAN. I looked at Fox News. I looked at CNN. And I looked at, I believe it was um, MSNBC or ABC. I can't remember exactly what the last one was. But I literally went through and watched each of them. And do you know what I came to the realization? The realization I came to is, number one, we here at Live from America and at LFA TV are on top of stories at least a day before all of these big stations are. And I said, well, why is that? Why is it that we, we don't have... um, we don't have reporters out everywhere, and this is not a moment to pat, pat ourselves on the back. But I got, I, I got to thinking last night while I was answering emails, I said, why is, the ca- why is this the case where this small little podcast network is on top of stories before other news stations? And then the other thing that I noticed is that none of these other news stations are actually digging into the meat and potatoes or rolling up their sleeves and getting their hands dirty by doing any of the things that they are telling you to do. As a matter of fact, they're not even really guiding you or telling you anything to do. What they're doing is cheerleading. I couldn't believe my ears and eyes when I actually took the time to watch or listen to another news program because I never do anymore. And what I realized is it is it's, it's all become a social media platform on TV. That's all it is. Well, let's bring this guest on. What'd you think about that, uh, sharks in the water? Well, this is what I think about it. Cool. Okay, now let's move to this story. Let's bring this guest on. What do you think about this story? Well, this is what I think about it. And really, they're just giving you their opinions based on A, their bias, which is okay, because I'm very biased, and uh, B, off, off the article that they just read. There's no digging. There's no, okay, here's the solution to the problem. And I started thinking to myself, wow, is news dead? Is real is, is what we know as real news dead? And I think it is. I think it is. I look at what Mike Crispy does. I look at what Loud Majority does. 
Then I look at what Antonio does. I look at what we do here. And none of the stories are the same from show to show to show. They dig into different stories and they tell you how to get involved and they tell you different ways in order to make a change. And you do not see that on the news today. And I don't know why because I thought that's what news was supposed to be. Apparently it's not. It doesn't matter because you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. It is LFA time. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you guys. I want to say thank you right now to Mateo2018, who just donated 50 bucks and says this is the only true source for their news. Mayor Cat Lane, choo-choo, $5.00. L. Dooley, Choo Choo, $2. Dana, uh, $5 train. And Liberty Shines, $5 train. I noticed that you guys started doing the $5 train for our producers and our Slurp Fund during the live uh, Loud Majority Show. And I want to thank you all very, very, very much for that. Scotty says, I just want Trump back. Screw the news. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Um, War says, exactly. I want to hear. Hold on. Let me go back to that. Let me go back to that. Uh, where was that? Exactly. I want to hear real news, not someone's opinion. And, and don't get me wrong. I give you my opinion here, too. I think everybody does in every news station. But at least dig into the actual meat and potatoes of it and talk about it other than to say, well, this is what I think about it. It really blows my mind. And I got to be honest, and, and I'm telling you what, it does not make me happy to say this. It doesn't. It doesn't make me happy to say this, but are you ready? The only other news station out there that I watched or app that I watched that did what we did, but just on the other side of things was the young Turks was the young Turks. I cannot stand the young Turks. I cannot stand anything that they stand for or anything that they do to brainwash the people that watch their channel uh, about. But I got to tell you, they're passionate and they do what we do on their side. They dig into how to get involved and what to do. And I just think that, it, it, that this is the future. LFA TV is the future. This style is the future. The days of billions of dollars to have all these big studios around the country are over. That influence is over. Money doesn't even buy elections anymore. So how can it buy the news? It's just over. And I'm so happy to be a part of this every day. When I say it is a blessing to be here every day, when I say thank you, so very much for giving me this opportunity every day. I really mean that, you guys. All right. Before we get into the verse of the day today, I do want to let you know, if you guys forgot, follow the newsletter. And if you follow the newsletter, you'll get your donor, your, your donor code, your promo code, I should say, for our store to get 20% off uh, now through the rest of the year. Doesn't matter if you're a donor or not. You just got to follow the newsletter. But here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. Remember... If you spend $100 on JeremyHarrell.com or LFATV.us, you get a free LFA t-shirt of your size uh, and color of choosing. We, we have blue and, and, and maroon. If you spend $200, you get a free hooded sweatshirt or non-hooded sweatshirt. And now my wife just said, you know what? How much are those wooden craft uh, uh, armor of God signs? I said they're like 200 bucks. They're pretty expensive. She goes, all right, from now on for the rest of the year until they're gone, Anybody that spends $300 Christmas shopping or getting gifts for the holidays on the site will also get a free Armor of God handcrafted plaque. I'm not lying. That's what she told me. That's what she told me. Let me, uh, let's go to those plaques. Can we uh, pull up those plaques? All right, here we go. This is the plaque right here. Let's go. Here's your wooden plaque, ladies and gentlemen. This is what it looks like. Um, one more, one more. There it is. All right, here we go. There's your hand, there's your plaque right there. That's what it looks like. 11 by 17. It's big, it's handcrafted. It's $195 value. And if you spend $300 shopping this Christmas season, you get it absolutely free. Wow. Sharon says, you're my Rush Limbaugh. You know what's funny about Rush? I just watched two episodes of Rush the other day because I miss him so much. I just watched two episodes the other day. Big shout out to Getter, our Getter family coming in, Mike Stengel. Mark Stengel, excuse me, Texas Chick, Trump 45 for me. Leslie V. Cottle, God bless you and thank you. Uh, we've got Car Kelly Lynn, uh, Southern Heat. We've got uh, A.S. Smith, Asmith, 
Love the new shirt. The quality is so good. Order a size. I'm women's. I'm women's at least. Um, we've got uh, Kelly Lynn. How you doing? Good to see you. Uh, Kathy, hello. Uh, good to see you as well. And David, Semper Fi, God bless you. If you could do me a favor over there on Getter and just click the repost real quick. And if you're on Rumble, let's do a Rumble right now. Let's do a like and a share. Uh, 1869 says, we'll spend $300 next week. Do not want the plaque. Save that money. You know what? Then you know what you should do? You should take the plaque and you should forward it to somebody else for Christmas. How about that? It's all about giving. It's all about making somebody smile. That's it. It's all about giving and making somebody smile. Miss Mocha Powered, $75, celebrating 16th wedding anniversary today. Well, happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. And Rita, 515, God bless you. Glow Jeans, Kalia, T-Man's 1202, Nancy Brewer, uh, God bless you all for the train. Okay, let's go to the uh, verse of the day today. What a powerful verse of the day today we had. And I, I titled it, Rescue the Weak and the Needy as Soon as Possible. Rescue the weak and the needy as soon as possible. Well, folks, it seems like these Fridays just keep coming faster and faster, huh? The good part is that we are now another week closer to the end of Democrat rule, and we are still here, we are still alive, we are still breathing, and we are still worshiping God Almighty together. You know, it's hard to be down in the dumps. It really is. In these past two years, the amount of depression that's going on from sea to shining sea in people's lives, it's, it's abundant. And imagine if we had not been given the chance to be a family here on LFA TV or LFA family for the last two years. To go to each other daily for support, for love, and encouragement. Imagine if we had not had that, folks. Imagine if right now, today, I could not say hello to Mocha Powered, hello to Greg77, hello to Liberty Shines, hello to Rita, hello to Texas Deb. Imagine if I couldn't say hello to 12, 12 Fruits But Love. Hello, Roxy. Hello, Pam. Hello, Kathy352. Imagine if we couldn't say that today. Imagine that. Imagine if this never happened. So we should thank the Lord in heaven right now for this gift that he's given us for these hard times. Imagine how much depression would have gone on. Imagine how many people would not have been a recipient of the LFA Slurp Fund in order to help them out of hard times. Let's thank God today for that. And currently, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to give you an update. We are at 68% of our monthly recurring donations. So we will continue to use monthly sponsors month by month until we don't have to anymore. And it will always be sponsors that benefit us. So thank you very much. And remember, we have one show today. Verse of the day, Psalm 82, 3 and 4. If you have your Bibles, open up. It's about the middle of the Bible. Psalm 82, 3 and 4. It says, give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the, dest, uh, the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Psalm 82, 3 and 4. Life from America was built on this verse. Not intentionally. I didn't look at this verse and then say, this is the model for life from America. But now that I read it, I understand completely why we were given this show, why we're, we were given this opportunity and this family. Year to date, we have been able to raise $50,000 so far in 2022 for those who are weak and or in need. My wife and I have also personally put our own money from our payroll into this fund many, many times as well because all of us are working together. And when we all work together, we are unstoppable. That's why we ask for shares in Rumbles because we top the leaderboard on Rumble having a smaller channel than most on there. Imagine if everybody's audiences were this close and everyone did what we do here on LFA. Imagine if everyone's audiences were like the size of Tucker Carlson's audiences. Imagine the family and the closeness of, a, of an audience that size, what we could do. Someday we will. But then I'm also reminded that we are few and we're still making a difference in this world. And why is that? Because we are on that very narrow promised path. And there isn't a lot of room for everyone else. Those 30,000 people we'd get live watching on Facebook, there's no room. So those of us who are here need to continue to shine brightly for God. We can rescue so many people out of depression and despair and give them the ultimate gift, salvation. Or at least the tools to achieve that salvation. 
This verse also gives justice to the fatherless. That is why what Melania Trump is doing right now with her Christmas ornaments to help foster kids with no parents is so very special, especially going into the holidays. We should make up every day, or we should wake up every day looking to help save others and put smiles on other people's faces. I'm not just saying that. I want you to really do that in your life. I want you to make somebody else smile over you. I want you to worry about somebody else's day over yours, starting today. That is what this LFA family was built on. And since you built it, then just keep doing what you've been doing. Let's go spread the gospel today. Let's lift others up in the word of God and spread a little joy in this world for the rest of 22. God bless you and thank you all. Let's go to the Lord now in prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I want you all to do me a favor right now. There is 3,500 people watching right now on Rumble. On Getter, we have 1,000 people watching. That means there's 4,500 people watching in the world right now. And that does not include Roku or Fire Stick. I want you all to do this right now. Ready? Watch me. Here we go. That's it. This is what I want you to do. And I want you to be sincere when you do it. Just do this. Smile. It's very easy to do. And it takes a lot less face muscles to do it than a frown. So one more time before we start the first and foremost section, I want you to smile. I want you to look up right now. And I want you to say thank you. Thank you for the show. Thank you for this family. It is time for Live from America. Let's get ready to rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, pick up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. I saved the very best news for the first and foremost section. I wanted to get it out last night so bad. It was itching me to share the story out last night when I heard it happen. But I said, you know what? Nope, I'm going to save it right now. I'm going to save it for the LFA family. Wait, who is it? It's Jim's birthday? Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. Back up the first and foremost truck a minute. It's Jim Peter's birthday. Now, while my voice is shot right now, we've got to do it. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jim. Happy birthday to you. Jim and Barbara Peters, some of my favorite people on planet Earth. I love them so very much. If I, I'm going to give you a digital hug real quick. There's your big di- digital hug, Jim and Barbara. Share the video, folks. We want to break 4,000 here on a Friday. Here we go. Big win. Big, huge. It's a huge win. If you look at it, if, if, if you think about it, it's probably the hugest win. The biggest win... Anybody has ever seen on the face of the planet a big, huge win for Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, and that's two in just two days. Yesterday, a federal judge said, eh, get the heck out of here with that sexual assault lawsuit and favor of Donald Trump. And today, even bigger, this big, big win comes from Judge Eileen Cannon, who actually overpowered and overruled the special master that she appointed to oversee this failed and illegitimate FBI raid on Donald J. Trump's home. She has overruled the special master in favor of Donald J. Trump. Now, I was unaware. I was unaware that once a special master was chosen, that Judge Eileen Cannon, even though being the judge that put the special master in place, I was unaware that she could overrule him in anything. Come to find out, she can do just that. Judge Eileen Cannon has ruled in favor of Donald J. Trump, rejecting 
Special Master Judge Raymond Deary's request on seized documents. What an amazing, an amazing turn of events, ladies and gentlemen. And I love it. Judge Eileen Cannon, last night, ruled in favor of Donald Trump and rejected Special Master Raymond Deary's request to have Donald Trump's legal team verify that the government inventory log of seized items is accurate. That means if Donald J. Trump said that there was items that were put in there or that were planted in there, he does not have to prove that those items were planted in there. He also does not have to prove what items that were seized in that inventory log were accurate. Special Master Raymond Deary asked President Trump last week, if you remember, on Thursday, I believe it was, to prove that the FBI planted evidence during the raid of Mar-a-Lago on August 8th. Judge Deary's team, uh, Judge Deary, excuse me, gave Trump's legal team until September 30th, which would have been today. We covered that story when it happened. And President Trump's legal team Wednesday, which was just two days ago, Filed saying Biden's corrupt Justice Department seized 200,000 pages, not 11,000, and we covered that yesterday morning. The Department of Justice told the court they seized the 11,000. They lied. Trump's lawyers alleged that the 11,000 documents actually tallied up to 200,000 documents, which is why many vendors have declined the potential engagement. Uh, Trump's lawyers argued that the time frame given to scan the documents is just too narrow. Trump will no longer have to produce those documents either way. Uh, by September 30th, because the Florida judge Eileen Cannon said uh, she rejects the request from the special masters she appointed to review those documents seized from President Trump at the Mar-a-Lago estate and to have President Trump's legal team verify the government's inventory log of seized items is accurate. Judge Cannon's ruling again hands yet another process win to President Trump's legal team, which will now no longer face the same deadline to state on the record whether they would dispute any of the items listed on the government's detailed inventory. And additionally, Judge Eileen Cannon has extended a deadline for the special master, uh, Raymond Deary, to complete his review until December 16th, beyond its prior end date of November 30th. And rather than complying with the previous plan to have Trump provide a rolling production of the documents that he's seeking to assert privilege over throughout their review, Cannon is now requiring Trump only to submit a comprehensive log at the end of their review, which she claims is, quote, to avoid confusion and enhance organization and clear deadlines. So basically what she's doing is she is saying that President Trump, this is not going to be a politicized event. This is not going to be used as a politicized event for the November 8th midterms. They're not going to be able to use this because the burden is now back on the Department of Justice and Trump wins again. I believe it was about two weeks ago that we put out a short clip based on one of the uh, reports that we did on Live from America that said Trump will continue to beat them in court. He will beat the brakes off them in court because the court of public opinion does not matter when you get into high-profile stuff like this. It is the court of, opi- of, of uh, court of law that matters. And Donald Trump continues to beat the brakes off of them, them. So that is a big win for Donald J. Trump. And I want to go ahead right now, if we can, and uh, give a Smarty Award of the way, a Smarty Award of the Day away, and that Smarty Award of the Day is going to go to none other than Judge Eileen Cannon. Cue the music. Here we go. Boom! Judge Eileen Cannon, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I don't think you're going to hear that in-depth of a, uh, a story. You might just read it on the bottom of somebody's ticker, and that is not good enough. By the way, we are going to be running a little late today. For those of you watching Mike Crispy, we will be running a little late. Mike Crispy is aware of this. He's okay with it. Why? Because if the news needs to get out, the news needs to get out, and we are not on deadlines here on Live from America. We are on issues. Jeremy Harrell starts at 11-ish. Mike Crispy starts at 11-ish. Loud majority ends at a certain time, and it's an ish. Why? Because we're not a network where we're going to stop somebody if news needs to get out. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We've got over 1,000 rumbles. We, uh, I, I'm looking for 
1,500 Rumbles before we leave the show today. I would appreciate that. If you're watching on Rumble, Roku, or Fire Stick, please jump over and do that. And remember, Roku and Fire Stick are now updated with updated uh, shows and commercials, and you can watch the entire previous day or today, later on today, all day long, and you can watch them in unison over and over and over again. Make sure you vote for Judge Eileen Cannon if she is in your area, says Shan5324. Another very, very good piece of advice. I would like to thank M. Magulard for the $20. Greg77 said, Jeremy, here's my monthly donation, and he put in 100 bucks. Of course, you got Patriot Donnie, who's always living on a thread financially and finds some way to donate because he understands how important this is. He says, when you feel sorry for yourself, remember there's always somebody worse off. Amen, Donnie. I love you, brother. White Tiger 63 says, thank God for you, Jeremy. You inspire me and my husband every single day. Thank you for all you do. Uh, For us God-loving, God-fearing people, God bless you and your family, White Tiger 63, and one more, BucksFan717, $5 for the Friday. It's very amazing, folks. It's very amazing. And by the way, we are going to put your uh, Rumble Chat up on the screen, just like Mike Crispy does. That was a good idea by producer Frankie and Mike Crispy. Make sure you follow their show coming up, Unafraid, right after this. Okay. So far, we have 30 FBI whistleblowers that have come forward since August 8th. What is August 8th? August 8th marks the day that the FBI illegally and illegitimately raided Mar-a-Lago, a president of the United States of America, to try to politicize this uh, and politicize the midterms. And I cannot wait for Donald Trump to do two things. A, announce he's running for president again, and B, release those FBI tapes. However, share the video because this is very important that we get this news out. So far, out of those 30 uh, FBI whistleblowers that have came out in the last two months to speak out against the corruption uh, within the uh, FBI, we now find out that if you remember all of those FBI agents that kneeled with and for support of BLM, can we pull this up on the screen? Let's get this up. There's a good picture of this. There it is. Hit it up. There we go. See this? Do you remember this photo, everybody? Take a good gander of it. Share the video while I take a a coffee break. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what this was, if you remember, during the summer of love and during all of the protests and all the burning of the streets and even afterwards when when the uh, BLM was still uh, motivated and um, and, uh, out in the streets. uh, By the way, where is BLM? Where's BLM? Does anybody know? Does anybody know where BLM is? Oh, yeah, that's right. They're not needed yet. This is what the FBI did, or, or these certain agents did, when FBI was, or when the, with BLM was destroying the streets, and when they were beating people and punching old people, pulling people out of their cars, blocking streets. This is what some of these FBI agents did. But what's even worse is that the 30 FBI whistleblowers that have come out have, have now uh, said um, that these FBI agents that kneeled got immediate promotions. That's bad. The same FBI who's creating a false narrative by reclassifying January 6th cases as separate instances of domestic terrorism, the FBI who labeled a veteran-led organization a domestic terrorist group, the FBI who just recently put a gun in the face of a Catholic street preacher against abortion and literally dragged him uh, out of his house in front of his children and put a gun in their face, Well, at least 14 FBI whistleblowers have now gone to Representative Jim Jordan himself with allegations of misconduct and abuse within the Bureau of Investigation under Chris Ray's leadership. And now insiders at the FBI tell Jim Jordan and the Washington Times that the agency is becoming more political by putting liberal agents in charge through promotions and punishing or firing agents who support conservative causes. And the people that kneeled that day for BLM were immediately promoted and put in charge over anybody who support conservative causes in their private lives. They said that this institutionalizes a liberal bias in the upper ranks of the nation's premier law enforcement agency. In one high-profile example, an FBI agent on duty demonstrated solidarity with Black Lives Matter marchers in Washington by taking their knee as the protesters passed. The agent was rewarded with a promotion to a supervisory rank the next day. 
the ultimate sign of virtue signaling, ladies and gentlemen. The Black Lives Matter or Burn, Loot, Murder March in Washington in 2020 was part of protests and riots that swept the country in the response to the killing of the drug addict, disgusting loser, woman-beating, assaulting, drug overdose of George Floyd in Minneapolis that had nothing to do with the cop who put his knee on his neck. And we can validate that by, by watching when, when a, a Crowder, Louder with Crowder, actually recreated the entire event with a heavier man. George Floyd is not a hero. George Floyd was a scumbag. George Floyd is not a hero. George Floyd was a loser. George Floyd was not a martyr. George Floyd was a drug addict, women-abusing scumbag who did not uh, do anything for this earth at all and overdosed on fentanyl. Some law enforcement officers began kneeling with BLM protesters in Austin, Texas, Portland, Oregon, Los Angeles, Coral Gables, Florida, and Buffalo, New York, and elsewhere. Among six on-duty agents in full FBI gear who took a knee... Get on your knees for burn, loot, murder. In Washington was a female agent who was later promoted to the number two supervisory post at the Washington field office. FBI whistleblower Kyle uh, Serafin has been suspended from work at the agency and all employees gathered in the deputy director's conference room to discuss presence patrols following the BLM protests. He said he witnessed Mr. Knapp showering his agents with praise. Each agent in a group of kneeling agents was hugged by Miss Knapp and received a gift card from her for their actions at the protest and later they were promoted. So she centered her rhetoric about their they were heroes, they saved lives and did the right thing, said Christopher Ray. Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen, how far the FBI has fallen. God bless the FBI agents who are willing to stand up in all face of adversity and at the risk of losing their jobs and even going to prison. Because if anybody knows what the FBI and the DOJ are capable of, it's the people that work inside there. If anybody knows what could happen to them, they have to look no further than the D.C. Gulag, ladies and gentlemen. Look no further than what is going on with the political prisoners right now in Washington, D.C., and they know that's, that that could happen to them, and they're still speaking out. God bless those agents, and I pray, I pray that those agents not only get reinstated in the near future, but get supervisory positions. Jeremy, is it true that Bannon is going to jail for 30 days? They are saying he was found guilty on two charges. Well, he'll have a right to appeal. He'll have a right to appeal, but that's what it looks like as of right now. Again, another disgusting abuse of power by locking up a great, great man. Another disgusting abuse of power by locking up a great, great man. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, before we go to this next story, which is a big lawsuit from American patriots like you and I, like Dr. Cordy Williams and I talked about last night, people getting together and doing something, these amazing patriots have now filed a massive class action, huge lawsuit against Dominion, Facebook, and CFCL. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But before we do, I would like to thank GoldCo. Because when we went down in our sponsorship, would have made, which would have hurt this show, this show would still be on the air. Don't get me wrong. The show would still be on the air. But there would be no, there would be no money for anything extra. There would be no money for growth. I don't know if Eli would be here. We rely on the Rumble Rants for that. But sponsorship fell so low, I decided to go out and get monthly sponsors. So I reached out to these people and I say, hey, I believe in what you're doing. I'm, I, I want to use you. I would like to see if you'd like to sponsor the show. If you would, can we do it month by month until we get our sponsorship back? And these companies said yes. Not only did they say yes, they said yes after they've seen the show. So saying yes after they've seen the show makes me believe in these companies. And GoldCo is a, sp- is a p- proud sponsor and been for now four months here on Live from America. So if you guys are looking, if you guys are in that position to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to put my money in a more secure place for right now until the market bounces back and then I'll take my money out of that and I'll take the profits of that and I'll do something special with it. If you're in that market, then go to GoldCo. Don't go to any of these other places. Go here. These guys are real up and up people. 
and they care. They actually care and they want to make money. Capitalism. 855-559-3433. It's a free consultation or go to goldcode.com today and at least do it because of the fact that they're filling in when, when, when others can't. That's, that's important to me. I told you we would never get major big corporate sponsors that would tell us what we can and can't do. And then I asked you when we needed it, if we could go out and get monthly sponsors, not big corporate sponsors that tell us what we can and can't do. You guys said yes, and that's what we've been doing. So thank you for that, and I appreciate you. All right, moving on. Let's get back to that story. Americans all over the country are doing exactly what we've been doing since November 3rd. They're not just talking, they're doing something. They're not just talking about it, they're being about it. And that's exactly what's happening here. As a a lawsuit and a petition has been filed with the United States Supreme Court against Dominion, Facebook, and CFCL in a case of great national importance. A group of individuals filed a class action lawsuit against Dominion Voting Systems, Facebook, and CTCL, and Mark Zuckerberg, and his wife personally, which is now going to the United States Supreme Court. This group claims that the defendants worked together with government employees in a a concerted and coordinated effort to change the results of the 2020 presidential election in ways that go against the United States Constitution. First of all, let me full stop. I'm about to get worked up here and not in a bad way. So let me pull this mic away a little bit. You might want to turn your volume down. You might want to share the video because this is huge. And this is just, this is bigger than the first and foremost story that we opened up with. Are you ready for this? The United States Supreme Court has decided not to hear so many of these election fraud cases that happened and were filed right after the 2020 election. They, d- they decided not to hear cases uh, from Mike Lindell. They decided not to hear cases from Sidney Powell. There are still cases that, are, that they're waiting on to be ruled on from those individuals as well. But do you understand the importance of what I just read to you? The Supreme Court has agreed to hear this case. This is a class action lawsuit by American citizens like you and like me. That means we have immediate standing. And the Supreme Court of the United States of America, of America, by the grace of God and by the blessings of God, who works on his time and not your time, his time has answered your prayers. What do you mean, Jeremy? What do you mean? The, uh, the, the election isn't overturned. No, it's not what I'm talking about. You asked for justice. You prayed for justice. You prayed for the right thing to be done. You prayed for righteousness. How many of you in the comment section, I want to know right now because I'm about, to, I'm about to validate everything I'm saying. How many of you in the comment section prayed that the Supreme Court would hear an election fraud case? Let me know right now. And before you, before I go on, I want you to rumble the crap out of this and share the crap out of this and tell me in the comment section. I want to see the numbers go up in viewers and I want to see the comment sections and then we'll get into talking about what I'm uh, bringing it full circle. How many of you prayed for the Supreme Court of the United States of America to hear an election fraud case? How many? Jennifer Jennifer J.L. Jazz understands how important this is. Come on, how many? I'm waiting. Let's go over to get her. Right there, Texas chick put her hands up. Deplorable one, thumbs up. MLJ 2024, Mega 2022, prayer hands up. Buckbuster, me, dog mom, yes. SLW 5519, yes, I prayed. Diane, yes. Cecil, yes. Rhonda, yes. Steve-O, yes. Come on, bring them in, ladies and gentlemen. Lisa Nakan, yes. Jess Wiga, yes. Jan, yes. Oh, I love it. Come on, bring it in. Bring it in. Oh, look at all of you. Look at all of you. Rockin' Robbins, me. Nancy, I did. 812, I did. Everybody did. Guess what? God just answered your prayers in real time. Right here, live on Live from America, God answered your prayers. Because if they agreed to hear this, and it's against Dominion, 
and it's against Facebook, and it's against Mark Zuckerberg personally, and it's against his wife personally, and it's against the very foundation that they used to funnel money in to change the course of election personally, that means that every single case after this can and will be heard. We said that we would see justice in our lifetimes for these people who stole this election. This case by itself will not see the full justice, but it is a step in the right direction. And if this case is heard and ruled on, then that means other cases will follow. Do you know how important that is? Do you know how big of a deal that is? The group claims that the defendants worked together with the government employees in a concentrated, coordinated effort to change the results of the 2020 presidential elections going against the U.S. Constitution and the United States Supreme Court has agreed to hear it. Here is a timeline of how they got there. This is how long it took and we're here today. Can I get an amen? Can we get some rumbles and shares now? Huh? Can we get those little fingers working of the people who say they shared but really didn't? November 3rd, 2020, two-year statute of the limitation began. November, uh, December 22nd, 2020, Dominion class action lawsuit, the Christmas complaint filed in federal court, district court of Colorado. December 4th of 2020, a website, dominionclassaction.com was born. February 15th, 2021. Uh, the Gateway Pundit actually published the article on the Dominion class action lawsuit case. There's a lot of bullet points here, so this is a perfect time for you guys to share. <laughs> Cat lady said, not holding my breath. Oh, oh, someday we'll all learn. Someday we'll learn to get to not even not even utter that stuff. Don't even utter that stuff. Because so many people said that until we got here. Nobody's the Supreme Court has not taken one of these cases. This is the first one. February 16th, 2021, Dominion and Facebook file motions to dismiss the, le- the, se- the Rule 11 sanction letters. March 17th, 2021, plaintiffs file an amended complaint. April 27th, 21, district court virtual hearing before a federal magistrate. April 28th, 21, district court grants motion to dismiss. April 29th, plaintiffs refile a notice to appeal to the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. April 30th, plaintiffs and support from Save Our Suffrage www.sos.vote support the litigation. May 13, 21, defendants begin filing motions for $187,000 in sanctions. July 16th, uh, district court hearing on motions for sanctions. August 3rd, district court grants motions for sanctions. September 18th, this is still in 2021, appellate file opening brief in the 10th Circuit on the issue of standing. December 22nd, plaintiffs file notice of appeal to the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. March 14th, 2022, the Fielder Principal podcast begins. March 27th, 10th Circuit affirms the district court. June 27th, 10th Circuit denies motion for rear hearing. September 26th, plaintiffs file a writ of cert with the Supreme Court. Respondents, Dominion, Meta, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, his wife, all of that. And while briefing is finished for the 10th Circuit Appeal, Court of Appeals on the issue of sanctions, the court hasn't made its decision yet. And then, ladies and gentlemen, just now, the Supreme Court of the United States grants the motion, will hear the case, will hear the lawsuit. There's not a date on this. I'm looking for a date. The case is still very much alive. And it's now going to the Supreme Court of the United States. It does not say what date they're going to hear it on yet. But the fact of the matter is, is that the Supreme Court just took the first case for election fraud. And they said they're going to hear it. Now we have to pray for the Supreme Court harder than ever. They came through on Roe v. Wade. And I didn't think that was going to happen. I did not think, I did not know if that was going to happen in our lifetime. But it did. This is a big, big deal because it opens the door for so much more oh i'm so excited i'm so excited about this so anyway ladies and gentlemen that was one of the big stories of the day i'm so happy that i i'm not on a time restraint where i could dig into this and break it down where i could dig into this and break it down it's so very important 
Bad Moon says go to www.supremecourt.gov. Faith, 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 says Shelly. Amen. Faith, faith, faith. Okay, LFA family. Pretend you're an Israelite and you're stuck at the Red Sea and the Egyptian army is behind us. What do we do? This is us now. That was Barbara Peters. Wow, Barbara. Or better yet, how about this, Barbara? Let's take it another step further. You're an Israelite and you're wandering around wondering what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going to happen because it's out of your hands. And you're wandering around, which seems like forever. And this illegitimate president has been destroying this country forever. And every day you watch it and every day you cry and you're wondering, when are you going to lead us to the promised land, Lord? When are we going to get to the land of milk and honey? Do you know where we are right now in that story? Do you know where we are right now? And do you remember if the Israelites, the Israelites were punished because they did not have faith during that 40 years roaming. And so many of us, so many of you, I'm, you know who you are, you didn't have faith either. Nothing's going to happen. I said it a million times. Do you want to know where we are in that story of the 40 years? Moses is getting ready to pass away. That's where we are. Moses is getting ready to pass away. And new leadership is about to happen. And we are almost to the promised land of milk and honey. That is where we are in that story. Praise God for that today and share the video. All right, we're going to move on. We still got a lot left. And I know Mike Crispy's coming up and he's fired up today. As Liz Cheney fades away into the Teletubby land of wokeness and ridiculousness and Adam Kinzinger cries his way out of office. Speaking of the Supreme Court, Guess who stands up high and does not let the January 6th committee, while they're still there, give her any kind of fear whatsoever? Miss Ginny Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas. She finally sat down. She finally gave her testimony in front of the January 6th committee. Liz Cheney, in all of her little, pit, her little red, uh, red lipstick piggy mouth, she was foaming at the mouth, getting ready to hold Ginny Thomas accountable. Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson, all of them, Benny Thompson, all of them, Jay, little Jamie Raskin, they're all sitting there foaming at the mouth, chomping at the bits to get Clarence Thomas's wife in front of them. They had it all planned out, ladies and gentlemen. There she is. They had it all planned out. They were going to destroy Clarence Thomas once and for all. The walls are closing in on Ginny Thomas. Once we get her, once Liz Cheney gets her in her crosshairs, it's over with. Eh, wrong. You want to know why? Because you, Liz Cheney, are... I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you want to know what Ginny Thomas did in that hearing? She looked right at Liz Cheney, right in her beady little Teletubby eyes. And she said, I still believe Trump won and the 2020 election was stolen. (laughs) Jeremy, I tried ordering my EnviroCleanse online. LFA did not work coupon section. What do I need to do? Bucks fan. Email me, actually email LFAproducer at gmail.com. Email LFAproducer at gmail.com. We're at 1,270 rumbles, folks. We only have another 230 to go to hit 1,500. Liz Cheney had to have Ginny Thompson look at her in the face and say, shut up, loser. I still believe Trump won the election. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. I absolutely love it. On Thursday, Ginny Thomas testified before the Shamuary 6 Unselect Committee and told them right to their face the election was stolen. Jimmy Thomas, or Ginny Thomas, is no wilting flower, ladies and gentlemen, and she does not waver in her beliefs. Ginny Thomas, oh, that must have infuriated those demons, huh? Oh, that must have made her so very mad. What, you know what? I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you that when Liz Cheney asked Ginny Thomas a question, she's like, here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, this is going to be the highlight of my disgusting little worthless life. Here it comes. Here it comes. And Ginny Thomas looked at her and said, by the way, Trump still won. And uh, Joe Biden is still an illegitimate president. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, told the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack that she still believes that the 2020 election was stolen and that former President Donald J. Trump is actually President Donald J. Trump. Thomas made the declaration during a four-hour interview in the January 6th committee's uh, room um, in front of their members and saying, can we say how remarkable it is to see the picture of the wife of the Supreme Court justice coming in to testify for January 6th committee, uh, Gangle noted. We have learned that she had a prepared statement. In fact, at the top of the interview, in which she made clear that she addressed that the election activities were separate from her husband's. We are told that she cooperated and that she answered every question asked to her, but also told reporters that she still believes the election was stolen. So after everything that we know, Ginny Thomas, in front of the January 6th uh, 6th committee, is an election denier. And Gangle goes on to say that Thomas remains committed to her belief that the election was not fair and Trump is the rightful winner, which makes her an election denier. (laughs) Oh, I absolutely love it. And that's exactly what I would do too. That's exactly what I would do too. Hey, you know what? Because they thought the walls were closing in, because they thought this was the beginning of the end, and because Liz Cheney thought that this might be the very last thing that she would do before she goes off into the woke-topia land of teletubbiness, let's give her the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day, can we? Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Liz Cheney. What a scumbag. What a loser. Let's, uh... Uh, let's go ahead and and, and and cue the song again because it's my favorite. Liz Cheney is a... I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. All right, remember yesterday I told you that the fake stream, mainstream media, the fake news was turning on Joe Biden, turning on the administration. We saw it really bad with uh, the garbage pail kid of the White House the other day when she could not just say, I don't know why Joe Biden thought a dead person was alive. I don't know why that is. My job sucks. It's hard. I hate it. I have to come out here and I have to explain to you guys what true international depression means. I also have to explain to you that Joe Biden is no more as old as he is than fly. And I don't get it. I don't get it. That's what she should have said. But no, she tried to go off on this thing that she was top of mind. He was top of mind. He was just top of mind. And when a dead person's the top of mind, they're right there in front of you. Anyway, we saw the mainstream media lose their minds. And then yesterday, we also saw the mainstream media uh, go after the district attorney there in, in Pennsylvania and say, what are you, crazy? Are you crazy to think that your left-wing policies are working? When a 1,000 people have just been murdered in 20 months, you're absolutely out of your mind. You're stupid. And they're cutting them off. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got another case of that. As a veteran journalist from a veteran news outlet is saying that the administration is a bunch of bozos and their communication is full of nothing but a bunch of communication bozos. According to Athi, the American people are losing trust with the media and how they're portraying the administration. No, no, that can't be. The Spectator editor, Amber Athi, ripped into the Biden administration over their messaging to the American people. Earlier today, that was, this was yesterday, Vice President Kamala Harris made a gaffe during her speech at the demilitarized zone DMZ on the Korean pen- Peninsula where she said we have a strong partnership with North Korea. You guys don't need to relive that moment. You know what happened. She says we have a partnership with North Korea, not South Korea. She's completely stupid. She even put the binoculars up to her head and she's looking and she's like, oh, ooh, the line is so close. And the, uh, the general there had to say it's actually uh, like, you know, 100 meters away. So no, it's not close. She's that stupid. Anyway, the entire Biden administration, including the press secretary, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre, are just communication bozos, Amber Athey said on Thursday edition of Just the News, Not Noise with John Solomon. They can't string together a sentence at all. Athy continued, they're consistently throwing out wrong words. Biden is constantly confused. And Kamala Harris is sort of, uh, sort of infamous at this point for defining words like self-definition. Uh, these are types of things that happen all the time, Athy said. 
If it were only one or two gaffes, that would be one thing. And I think it would be easier for the media and the American people to just let it go and ignore. But this happens over and over and over again. And it's obvious that there's a problem and that these people are weighing over, over their heads. She also referred to... Uh, uh, Vice President Harris as not very bright, thinking, I don't think she's mentally struggling the way that Biden is. I think she's just not very bright. There's a difference between somebody's mental health degrading and somebody who's clearly just unprepared and unqualified for the job. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a mainstream media journalist who's been in the game for a very long time, a veteran in the game. And they're now saying, even the mainstream media can't even take it anymore. Why? I'll tell you why. Because they are paving the way for Gavin Newsom. They're paving the way for Governor Hairdo, gaslight Newsom himself. They are paving the way for Governor Newsom and to break away from Joe Biden. They don't want to do the 25th Amendment because if they do the 25th Amendment, then they have to admit that they knew something was wrong the whole time. So they're probably just hoping he dies at this point. Anyway, speaking of Biden and his illegitimacy, we got to get towards the end of our story, ladies, or the end of our show. But Biden is preparing a major executive order that we talked about two weeks ago, and it will shield 600,000 illegal immigrants from deportation. So you allow them into the United States of America, then you shield them from deportation, and you tell us that the border is secure. You want to know who's falling for that? Absolutely nobody. Not just us on the right. We know that's not the case, but the people in the middle aren't falling for it either. Joe Biden is preparing to sign an executive order protecting 600,000 illegal immigrants from deportation. The move is being made in advance of a decision from the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals regarding the future of the Obama-era Deferred Action for Child Arrivals Program, DACA. DACA protects illegal immigrants who arrived in the United States as children or so-called dreamers, from deportation and allows them to access work permits. But ladies and gentlemen, sources close to the White House told the outlet that the administration plans would temporarily shield migrants protected under DACA. Under the order, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement officials would be directed to deprioritize deporting DACA recipients and refrain from deporting them if they aren't deemed threats or public to national security. So there you go. All those 600,000 that were already here under DACA, they're staying. They're not going anywhere. Their time is supposed to come up, and they are not going anywhere. Why? Because they're votes for Democrats. That's why. So again, ladies and gentlemen, another executive order, another illegitimate executive order, and let's get going with these court cases, and let's get through these midterms and see how the rest of this plays out over the next couple years. Because I guarantee you it's not going to be good for them, and we are going to make America great again starting on November 8th. Starting on November 8, 2022, you're going to see Making America Great Again happening all over the place, folks. All right. I've got uh, a couple more stories here, both good news, all good news. And um, two Republicans right now are surging to the lead, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I didn't think they would. I actually thought Ron Johnson would, but I had no idea that Christine Drazen would get to the lead in Oregon this fast, and she is going into the midterms, folks. So not only... Did Ron Johnson surge and take the lead in the polls in Wisconsin? But Republican Christine Drazen is now holding on to her strong poll numbers in the race for governor in Oregon, and she has just taken the lead. And if Christine Drazen wins, she will be the first Republican to do so since the 1980s. Donald Trump, if you're listening, and I know Donald Trump has seen the show before, trust me, I just have not had the honor yet of interviewing him. Donald Trump, if you or you and your people are watching the show, please get out right now and, 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 and put some endorsement and some work and some help behind Christine Drazen. Because if Christine Drazen wins Oregon, ladies and gentlemen, you're talking about a whole new um, upper Northwest. We need a Republican like Christine Drazen to win in Oregon. We need Ron Johnson to hold true and to hold strong. So let's pray, ladies and gentlemen. Pray, pray, pray for the state of Oregon. We don't talk about Oregon enough. We don't talk about Idaho or Washington enough. We've got to pray that this red wave is not going to be just a red wave, but it's going to be a big bang red wave that we've never seen before. You can't beat God, so you might as well join him. All right, one more, ladies and gentlemen. One more. Guess 
who is gone again. We saw Chris Cuomo leave. We saw Chris Wallace leave. We keep seeing another one bite the dust, and we're seeing another one. Cue the music. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust, another one gone, ladies and gentlemen, Trevor Noah, Trump-hating scumbag Trevor Noah is on his way out from The Daily Show, he's been there for what, eight years, was it eight years? Trevor Noah announced he's leaving The Daily Show, Noah has hosted the Comedy Central for the last seven years when he took over for Jon Stewart, he is on his way out, what a journey it's been. He says, as he echoes the same sentiments as Don Lemon. What a journey it's been. I've realized that my time here is up. Echoing the words of Chris Wallace. Echoing the words of Chris Cuomo. Echoing the words of Andrew Cuomo. Echoing the words of all these losers. Echoing the words of Stacey Abrams. They're all on their way out, ladies and gentlemen. He says, we've laughed together. We've cried together. And I feel like it's time for you to know I've spent the two years in my apartment, not on the road. Stand-up is dead, and I want to get back out there again. Oh, yeah? No, no, no. What's really happening is just like everybody else, putting your tail between your legs and running because you know what's going to happen. President Trump is coming back. The red wave is going to take over. You're going to live in a life where nobody cares. Nobody cares. And your ratings are going to tank even further. Goodbye to Trevor Noah. Goodbye to Trump-hating losers. Have a nice life. We'll pray for you. Truly, we will pray for you. Before we end the show, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you, please enter in today by going to Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com, sending an email with EnviroCleanse as the topic. Tell me why you want to get EnviroCleanse. I love reading the stories. We will be giving one away next Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, EnviroCleanse, the best air purifier that has ever been built, better than anything that you'll ever see in your life. It'll change your life. It'll make you breathe like you've never felt before, and I think it was just the way it was in the Garden of Eden. They even use them on submarines, ladies and gentlemen, and they literally kill so many germs that you're going to reduce the amount of sickness that goes around. EnviroCleanse, EKPure.com. Go there, and also, if you want to um, enter in to win one, go to JeremyHerald.com, but also you need to be signed up for my newsletter. Remember that. That's part of the deal as well. And, ladies and gentlemen, FieldOfGreens.com, promo code LFA, all the greens, everything that God intended you to have in your body on a daily basis, the entire amount of food, fruits and vegetables that you are supposed to put in your body, all in one scoop of Field of Greens. Everybody is taking the Field of Greens challenge on the LFA family, and the, the results will blow your mind, and you're all going to be featured on Brickhouse Nutrition very soon. Anyway, God bless each and every one of you. We got Mike Crispy coming up in just five minutes after I end. You'll you'll have to jump out and jump back in and rumble and like his show. Rumble the shows before mine. Let's take over the top 10 today. There's only one show here today, so God bless you. Mike Crispy's the last show on LFA TV. Remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to, uh, you know, I had to stop for a minute because when I say this every day, when I say there are right ways and wrong ways, only one Yahweh, I know it's something that we just say now, but I want you to listen to the words, okay? Because it lets you know that you can't do anything yourself as well. There are right ways and there are wrong ways according to man, but there's only one Yahweh and that is where our focus should be. And then I say stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you're a child of God because that's how you should stand with that armor of God, ladies and gentlemen, all right? So keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, keep spreading that gospel, have a great weekend. Mike Crispy comes up next, rumble everything, go to JeremyHerald.com. God bless each and every one of you guys, and uh, hey, I love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace out. That will